Good afternoon and welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Today I promise you a remembrance of 9-11. You know, it was a crazy time. I'm not even going to say stay tuned because that's not how history unfolds. History unfolds live. When 9-11 happened, the world did change forever. You know, it didn't really change for the better. It didn't really change for the worse. All that we knew was, okay, this is this is where we're at now. Okay? Yeah, it, w- it was a lot. And I remember waking up and my father was screaming at the TV. Or he wasn't screaming. He was... He was just yelling and and he had told us that he had heard it. He was getting off work off of the swing shift and he heard it on the radio and he came home. We're in California, so, you know, it's like 6 a.m. here. It's 9 a.m. over there. And then when I woke up on the news, there it was. The buildings were on fire. The Pentagon was on fire. It was crazy. And I had to go to school that day. I was in college. And he didn't want me to go. But I went anyway. And then I remember I was hanging out with an acquaintance. I can't. I couldn't call them a friend. Because they were an acquaintance. Let's be honest here. And um, we went to the mall. And I was going to buy a CD. And they closed the mall. It was the eeriest thing And they didn't open the mall for, it seemed like a week, or was it a couple of days? It was, it was pretty crazy. Um, And, you know, yeah, I was like, whoa. And then I remember that week I was in a study of Western religions class. And one of the girls in there, she had someone back east. And they were trying to make sure that they were okay. It was crazy. It was truly, truly crazy. And then um, a couple of years later, I met my friend who lives in New York. He lives on Long Island. And my other friend who lives in New York City. And their experiences, you know, my friend, um, he has a birthday coming up this month. Um, his experiences, he doesn't really like to talk about, and I can understand that it was, it was truly a dark day. And then my other friend, um, he was working for the phone company. So he was privy to a lot of stuff that was going on. Okay. Um, and that's all he could tell me, you know, And, and like I said, it's his story. It's not my story. And, um, but yeah, um, it it was a tough day, you know, everyone showed their true colors. We now know that Rudy Giuliani is a piece of shit. He will always be a piece of shit. Um, politically, I did not like George W. Bush, but I'm going to tell you this after what we've been through for four years, George W. Bush actually seems like the good one and and I know a lot of you are like oh but he still did bad things oh yeah I agree with you but you think of the corona in terms of leadership 
the lack of leadership. And then you look at 9-11. And, you know, whether you liked Bush or not, he did say to them, you know, we're going to get the people that did this. And that's the other thing. You know, yes, there are conspiracy theories. Was this an inside job? Who knows? Here's the thing with conspiracy theories. Okay? There are just some things we probably will never know. I don't think we should accept that because, you know... My mantra is the Timothy Leary, think for yourself, question authority, okay? I can't stress that enough, especially in these uncertain times. So with that, when it comes to conspiracy, I wouldn't even call what occurred on 9-11 a conspiracy theory because there's many different truths to it, okay? There's many different angles, that probably some of us cannot even conceptualize, okay? Yes, you know, there's uh, a lot of occurrences, a lot of spooky things, okay? You know, predictions, Nostradamus, and all that other BS. But when it comes to conspiracy theories... I have to be careful. And here's why. And I'm going to tell you. I have stated this on many occasions. I have people in my family who are in the military. And when it comes to conspiracy theories, they say, look, we saw shit that would make you think that conspiracy theories are nothing. You know, they've seen things that they can't even talk about. So the reality of that is, ah, okay, you know, and that is true. You know, yes, you think for yourself, question authority, and then some things are better left unsaid. I've said this many, many times. I have never questioned my father about what he did, what he saw, because that's him. A lot of that information he can't say. Um, but then I know people who try to pry and they want to know this. Same with my grandfather. My grandfather worked for Alcatraz. He was a guard. And, um, you know, there's a lot. He, I asked him once about conspiracy theories and he said to be careful with those because he said those of, you know, people like himself have seen things where it's not so much conspiracy theory. There's just things that the public doesn't need to know for their own safety. Now, and that's where you come into the, okay, think for yourself, question authority. And he even said you have to question authority because sometimes they don't even know what they're doing. Okay. So, you know, I've gotten into trouble because I know people who believe in The Illuminati, I don't believe in it. And yes, they've given me their evidence, you know, on and and respectfully. And this is a shout out to my friend. I apologize for that. I'm not going to disregard what you told me. My personal thing is I don't believe in it. If you believe in it, that's fine. And we we, will respect that. But and I shouldn't even say but because that's that's a 
I learned early on that's not really an apology. Okay, so my apologies. Um, but everything that's going on, it's crazy. It's crazy. Politics, you know, aliens. Yeah, aliens do exist. Is there life after death? Yes. I can't, I can't say that with hesitation because it's just immediately yes. And, um, you know, today's a tough day for everyone. And to those who are going through things today, I'm with you. I'm thinking of you. Um, you know, yeah, it's, um, and then you think of all the music that came out of this. You remember you two had put out all that you can't leave behind in 2000 and how it became the soundtrack for 2001, how those songs resonated with people, you know, the song, New York walk on, um, all, uh, you know, it, it, it is, it, it, I didn't win album of the year. That was the weird thing. Awards aside. Um, and some of the songs, you know, that took on lives of their own during 9-11, you know, Drops of Jupiter by Train, um, Five for Fighting, Superman, you know, um, and yeah, I, I will say during that time, everyone was united in terms of helping one another. It was truly an extraordinary time. You know, you had Republicans and you had Democrats coming together, you know, and saying that this is such a dark moment in our history. They even re-released Whitney Houston's um, Star Spangled Banner um, and donated the proceeds, you know. So, yeah, it was it was truly a tough time. To those of you in D.C., those of you in the air, those of you in New York, my heart, my heart goes out to you. You know, the, my friend once said, though, that the New York skyline would never be the same. You know, there are New Yorkers who didn't like the towers or New Yorkers that came to be reliant on the towers within the skyline. Okay, New Yorkers are probably some of the most honest people you will ever meet. They don't take bullshit. They don't like bullshit. Uh, that's probably why I love my friend so much. And I want him on this show. And he knows that. I know he's listening. Is that New Yorkers don't like bullshit. They want it tough. They want the truth. Even if it's bad. They fucking want it. That's why when he told me, when you go to New York, you stay out of their way. New Yorkers are not mean, and I understand this. They just have a, they have a purpose. They have a path. And if you get in the middle of their path, ooh, fuck you. Don't get in the middle of their... That's what I learned with him. If he's focused on something, don't deter him from it. Okay? He knows what he wants, and you don't want to get on his bad side. You don't. Oh, I mean, yeah, you know, um, and and there's a resilience in New York, you know, that that's pretty tough, tough motherfuckers. 
And I, I think that's why, you know, people have so much respect and um, um, courage for those within, you know, what, what happened on 9-11 and, um, you know, what, what followed. And last night, um, I was watching Vice, where Christian Bale plays Dick Cheney. And I know, I watched it. That is actually a funny movie. I can't stress that enough. It is truly funny. If you watch it and the way it was constructed, and yes, some people will go after it. Oh, it's liberal. Well, it's humor. It's really dark. It's taking something like Dick Cheney, which we don't know a lot about. A Trojan horse, shall we say. And really, I mean, he gets the Christian Bale treatment. Adam McKay directed it. I thought it was hilarious. You know, um, Amy Adams, talk about... She doesn't overact. This is almost like the Dick Cheney story times American Beauty. She reminds me of that Annette Benning character. It's like, get off your fucking ass. What, do you want to fucking do that all your life? I want you to be somebody. Get off your ass. And it's like, whoa. Um, and then Dick Cheney, Christian Bale. I mean, Sam Rockwell playing George W. Bush. Eating some wings. Eating some hot wings and tenders. And it's like, shit. Um, Steve Carell playing Donald Rumsfeld. I mean... And then you have um, Justin Kirk from Weeds. And here, here's, here's the thing with this movie. When you've got Justin Kirk in the, in the Oval Office with uh, Christian Bale playing the vice president who says, I think I need to go to the hospital right now. I'm having a heart attack. Don't be alarmed. And it's like, shit. You know, this is like Times Batman, okay? And um, I watched it because you know what? That's a piece of history. And I love how the movie just, it takes history. And, you know, it's like, here, let's let's look at this from under a microscope, okay? A microscope and, and how truly crazy everything was. You know, because there's always been that underlying thing that, George Herbert Walker Bush really brought Cheney in to wrangle George W. Bush and say, look, boy, you're going to do what I tell you. Well, that's not how Dick Cheney talked, but that, you know, probably Daddy Bush. That's how he talked. But, you know, George um, uh, Cheney comes in there and says, all right, let's get things straight. I may be the vice president, but I am really in control. George W., you are left to your own devices. I say jump, you listen, understand? Well, yeah, Uncle Dick, I understand completely. I'm just a figurehead, and you're the puppeteer. Yeah, it's as, it's as simple as that. Um, you know, so you can watch the footage today, and people, I can't believe, are posting videos of what happened. You know, I think we've all seen it enough. Um you know, it was tough. 
It's tough. If that's, but see, I, I shouldn't say that. If that's what comforts you, then that's what comforts you. But seeing those planes fly into the building does not, that's, I remember when it was on all the news. The newspaper rushed out a special edition. I'll never forget that. And seeing someone with, with it, it was truly a crazy fucking time, okay? It truly was REM's Everybody Hurts kind of time. It was. So, you know, to the first responders, to our firefighters, to our, our pol- the New York pol- uh, policemen, you know, they're all in my thoughts. Those who lost their lives in those airplanes, that's, that is crazy. That is crazy. So that's why I believe I've always believed in an afterlife. Yes, sometimes, you know, certain personal things get in the way and it's like, I don't know anymore. I don't know. But you know what? There's humor. And if there's humor, there's an afterlife. Um, so, yeah. These these are truly crazy, extraordinary times. You know, and um, 9-11, what, what bothers me, and I'll tell you this. So a couple of years ago, there was this reporter in Sacramento. He's actually dead now, okay? Um, supposedly, he was a closeted, I don't know if he was gay or bisexual, um, or as my cousin said, you can take the anchorman out of Sacramento, but you can't take the Sacramento out of the anchorman, which is true. And he later moved to Los Angeles and died. I guess he was meeting up with guys to do drugs. And here he was married with a kid. But anyway, um, I remember one time he had this morning show in Sacramento on the news. And it was talking about 9-11. He says, maybe we should stop observing 9-11. And I wrote I wrote him an email and said, how dare you say that? Just because we're not in New York, just because we're not in D.C., it affected the entire country, you know. And what a hypocrite he was, you know. Um, he's dead now. He's dead now. Um, you know, but I'm not going to be like Betty Davis and say that's good because it's sad. It's sad. But for someone to be that ignorant and think, oh, you know, it didn't affect us. It affected everybody. You know, I remember I couldn't watch the news or the TV for days because it was just too much. You know, they were digging in the rubble. It was it was too much. You know what? There is if you don't have a problem watching it. There is a Depeche Mode video of them recording Enjoy the Silence while lip syncing it on top of the Empire, the Empire, the Twin Towers in 1990. If you can watch that, if it comforts you, you know, but yeah, 20, it's almost, it's 19 years. Next year it will be 20th anniversary. And I have a feeling we'll all be able to celebrate it. In a different capacity, you know, um, like I said, 2020 sucked. It sucks. It's we're still in the thick of it. Um, you know, the 20 of the 21st century. What can we say? You know, digital virus, digital 
and virus. So, um, you know, and also me and Church Mouse talked about this, the separation of church and state. So I'm not going to say God bless this. Okay. I'm just going to say America, we love you. You know, we're rooting for you. Um, but also know this, we are a melting pot. We are immigrants. Every single one of us on this continent is are immigrants. Nobody is natural here. Everyone is an immigrant. Everyone. Okay. You may say, well, the Native Americans and the Native Americans were even immigrants and came here crossing a land bridge that connected Alaska. Okay. Think about that. Think about that. Or how we're truly one race. The great Jane Elliott taught us that. We're one race. We are the human race. Because civilization started out in Africa. And I know a lot of you don't want to admit that, but it happened. And we went to different continents and, you know, um, adapted to different climates. So it's the Dr. Zeus podcast. What can I say? It's Friday. Um, those of you, those of us who experienced 9-11, you know, I was a college student. I remember just being, even in California, you were like, there were, there were rumors that planes were going to come into San Francisco. It was an unsettling time. Okay. But at that same time, we were all united. And so before we end today's show, um, a couple of years ago, um, uh, because my, one of my cousins, we're really close. We're, we're close in age. Um, my cousin was a big Notorious B.I.G. fan. Big, big, big. I don't, pref- I don't really like the Notorious B.I.G., but he does. So, um, and his birthday is today. And when all of this happened, I remember my grandfather told him happy birthday his uncle and he said yeah some birthday so you know what um okay let's see if we can do this (laughs) this is this is his birthday so um um Usually I distort my voice to do this, but I'll just do this for him. Where is it? Okay. Uh, I put hose in NY onto DKNY, Miami, DC, prefer Versace. All Philly hoes go with Mosino. Every cutie with a booty bought a coogee. Now who's the real dookie? Meaning who's really the shit? Motherfuckers ride dicks. Frank White pushed the six. Oh, the Lexus LX four and a half. Bulletproof glass. Tense if I want some ass. Gonna blast. Squeeze first. Ask questions last. That's how most of these so-called gangsters pass. At last a motherfucker rapping about blunts and broads. Tits and bras. Menage a trois. Sex and expensive cars. I still leave you on the pavement. Condo paid for. No car payment. Am I arraignment? No for the plaintiff. Your daughter's tied up in a Brooklyn basement. Face is not guilty. That's how I see filthy, richer than richy rich, till motherfuckers come and get me. Biggie, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your birthday just hypnotizes me. 
that's for you. Um, happy birthday. You know, it was crazy times. It was crazy times. Um, yeah. I remember we went and saw about a year, year and a half later, the year anniversary of 9-11. We went and saw Gangs of New York. And at the end of Gangs of New York, they showed the Twin Towers and how Martin Scorsese fought to keep that in. Okay. So as always, Dr. Zeus podcast, America, be safe, be brave, unpleasant dreams. <laughs>